I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome to the Ravens Press Pass Podcast. Today is Wednesday, January 24th, and the Ravens are preparing for the AFC Championship coming up on Sunday against the Kansas City Chiefs. There's a lot of attention on this game and these two teams during this week, and there was a whole bunch of media in the house here today as the Ravens had practice and also held some press conferences. Let's kick things off with head coach John Harbaugh. Okay, great seeing everybody. Appreciate everybody being here. I started on the week, be our first practice day. Uh, we're uh, good meetings. We're off to uh, we're off to a good start. We're excited about having a great day today. What questions do you have? Um, when you're going against uh, you know Patrick Mahomes, uh, what, what kind of stands out as far as like you know, the biggest challenge in, in when you you know when addressing kind of concerns of going against? Yeah, it's pretty hard to pick one one the biggest challenge versus Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I think it's the whole package. Everything he does, he's a he's a playmaker. Uh, he runs that offense. He is the center of the offense in every way. Makes all the calls. Uh, organizes them, uh, creates, obviously plays. He's uh, he's he's a big challenge. Coach, I know you and uh, Coach Reed have a long relationship. Um, when it comes to this week and you're playing each other and so much on the line, do you just cut things off uh, ahead of time, or what's it like when you're not playing them compared to this circumstance? Yeah, I mean we're both. Like all coaches, you're kind of wrapped up in your own team, right, Jerry? I mean, it's not like we're talking every week or anything like that. So uh, it's really not that – it's no different in that sense. It's just we're playing each other at this point in time. Well, with so much on the line, I mean, I, bet it's, is this, I don't know if it's a dream, but is this something that you're looking forward to? Is it like sort of the mentor uh, – <laughs> mentor? Yeah, I, mean, I think it's pretty cool. You know, I mean, I, I look back to those years and you think about all the – all the great coaches that were on that staff, the, the staff that Andy assembled and, and mentored, as you said, and taught us all so much. We were a close group of guys, you know, kind of a staff that loved each other. You know, I see a lot of that on this staff too, you know, and, you know, I can give you all the names. I mean, Steve Spagnola is on their staff now. He was a big part of that. We became close friends and Dave Tobe and Tom Melvin, but also all the other guys, you know, Ron Rivera and Brad Childress and Leslie Frazier and Pat Shermer, you know, you go down the line. Uh, so many amazing coaches. Coach, you've played six straight AFC Championship games. Does that experience mean anything as far as going to this game, or is this a new year, new teams, et cetera? Oh, I'm sure it's very valuable for them. I mean, they've been in this situation, you know, many times. And, uh, 
they played in this game. So th I think they're a very experienced team. You know, they're a hardened team. They've been through a lot, and, uh, and, and uh, I'm sure that's a, that experience always is helpful. John, do you think, John, do you think the, the run that you guys have had to go through, the number of teams that you've, the winning teams, the playoff teams, do you think that has given you the you know, experience you need going in a game like this? Yeah, I, mean, I think all those things forge you as a team. You get to this point, teams are forged. You know, they've been through a lot. You know, our story, our journey is our journey, right? And it's unique. It's, it's no different than human beings or individuals, you know. Everybody's on their own unique path, and uh, our path is our path. And we've had, uh, you know, a lot of short weeks, a lot of quick turnarounds, a lot of tough teams we've played, uh, a lot of physical ball games, uh, teams that were playing for a lot. That's been our journey this year. So that's how we've been forged for this, for this uh, moment. John, what led to the creation of the internship program back in 2014 that ended up bringing you know, Mike McDonald here? And how did that come to be? What was the inspiration for that? And has it worked out, as, I guess, as well as you hoped? Yeah, it's worked out. I mean, it's worked out just with those guys, obviously, that are here on the staff now, but also uh, a number of other guys that, uh, and gals that are here on the, that are still here coaching or that have uh, gone other places and coached. It was a hugely successful idea that we had way back when. Um, we kind of came up with it together, I would say. A lot of guys like Dan Parsons were involved in that. I think back to Matt Weiss was involved in that, other coaches. And then Ozzy and Eric were a big part of that. Scott Cohen's been a big part of that uh, from the beginning. And... Uh, uh, the opportunity to give young people an opportunity, you know, and go out and try to find the very best people, the most deserving candidates that you could find, you know, that we could, uh, or that, that are working in football somewhere. So uh, try to keep it going. We've got some great young people right now in that program. John, um, with, with, you know, the, the goal of getting the Super Bowl just one game away, you know, you've been in this spot before with teams. What, what do you think, what would you say the biggest, um, I guess, thing is this week to keep the mindset and the mentality like it has been all season and not, you know, get too high? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is always the biggest thing. It's you, 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 you want to go play well. You know, it's, it's one game. It's like the Hoosiers movie, right? I mean, you, have you seen that movie, Sean? You know, you know, like, and I got to say it to our team because most of our, I bet our players haven't seen it, you know, if I gave them that reference. I mean, you know, 10 feet high, you know, the free throw line is, is it 10 feet? You know, so it's you know 100 yards long and 53 and a third yards wide. The field doesn't change. The hash marks are on the same spot. So, really, our guys understand that. You know, they've understood that all year. Your focus is always going to be on just playing your best football game and uh, all the details that go into that. One play at a time. Uh, that's what my mom always says. So I'll go with that advice. John, how do that back on uh, Smith has to not only be like a great player himself, but kind of raise the level of teammates around him. Uh, is, that, is that a quality that you all saw in him when, before he made a trade? And was that quality part of like, what you wanted and you know, part of the reason why you went and got it? Yeah, I mean, our scouts do a great job. I think of Joe Hortiz going back and scouting Roquan back at Georgia. You know, those are all in the reports, you know. So you kind of you knew what kind of a guy you were getting for sure. And then you saw him at Chicago and how he conducted himself and how he played. Uh, but you never know until a guy's here exactly how it's going to fit in, you know, in your chemistry. And, uh, it's definitely been right. You know, it's definitely been a perfect fit, perfect match. He's just been himself. And, uh, uh, you know, he was, he was always a Raven. He just didn't know until he got here, I guess, to quote the great Steve Smith, you know. So uh, it's been a great fit. I think he does make everybody around him better, to your point. The greatest players tend to do that, right? Back when Isaiah, or when Mark got hurt, um, you know, there were folks questioning if that would hurt you guys a lot offensively. In the building, what were you guys expecting out of Isaiah? 
in terms of replacing what Mark does for you guys? And has he met those expectations? Has he exceeded them? Yeah, I mean, we said it then. If you go back and look, I think you asked me this question back then, you know, and uh, that's the same answer as I gave you then. You know, we expect Isaiah to step right in and play at a high level. You know, and we'd see him in practice. We knew what he was capable of doing. Uh, and then everybody else picks up, you know, and picks up a little more right along the way. But uh, I don't, don't believe anybody's surprised by how well Isaiah's played. Uh, and, uh, but you're happy when you see it, you know. You want to see it happen and, and actualize. So to see that happen has been great. When you guys drafted Lamar, he had this incredible speed, you know, still does. As his body has changed, as his role in this offense has changed, what are the other kind of skills that he has as a runner that have made him still you know, among the best guys and kind of break out into that field? Well, I mean, I, I think anybody could probably answer that question who's watched, watched him play, you know. So uh, he's hard to tackle. I mean, to me, the, the, I guess the greatest compliment would be being hard to tackle. I can think back when I was a kid, I, I read the Woody Hayes book. And Woody Hayes talked about, you could tell what a great running back looked like carrying the ball, say, by how many tackles people missed trying to tackle him. I think that's true for wide receivers, run after the catch. It's true for you know quarterbacks on scrambles. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is one of the best at making tacklers miss. So Lamar's unique that way. He's one of the best uh, I've ever seen, obviously, anybody's ever seen. So he's a tough tackle. John, John Patrick, Queen, Patrick Queen had said a, a couple weeks ago, like some of these teams want to play basketball on grass. We're going to hit. We want to hit. The emphasis being on physical. Kyle Hamilton has really developed a physical player. When he was drafted, a lot of people talk about his length and to some extent his physicality. What did, what's impressed you about the way he plays physically? Well, I, I would say just what you're saying, Bo. I mean, he's a physical player. You know, he's a very good tackler. That, that tackle on the screen on the left side, Last week where he came up and fronted up the ball carry, just squared him right up, kind of chest to chest almost, and then drove him back. Probably epitomizes that. He's just, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's a hitter. He shows up uh, where, he, where it's required to show up to make the play. And he does it, uh, you know, he does it, you know, kind of a bad attitude, so to speak. So that's how you want to see guys play. And, uh, you know, I think we were hoping to get that. You know, you always hope to get that from all your players, and we got a lot of guys who play like that, and Kyle's one of them. John, we saw in the second half you guys started to lean on Lamar and his legs a lot more. He's so efficient in those quarterback design run plays. Is it a challenge to, to kind of not call those plays maybe more often to try to, you know, keep him upright and allow him to do, be more balanced as a quarterback? I think right now everybody's focus is on just putting the best team out there we can, the most explosive offense we can, uh, the best plays we can, really by whatever means necessary. That's what our thought is on that. When Zay Flowers was coming out there, you know, if there was a question, it was about his size. Why was that not an issue for you guys when you were scouting? Well, I mean, everything's an issue. You look at everything for sure, Jeff. But with Zay, you just look at the tape. I mean, we always, we always believe that tape is the king. You know, if you, want to, if you want to evaluate a football player, start with watching him play football. And so you watch Zay play football. Uh, he, played, he played really good. You know, he made catches. He made people miss. And then you want to say, okay, is this going to translate? Well, how do you think this is going to translate to the NFL? That's a little more, that's a little more of a, you know, uh, educated kind of a guess that you have to make, so to speak. But we just felt like he had all the other intangibles in terms of mindset and attitude and smart and competitive and uh, hard worker love football, all those kind of things. 
that made you feel like that amazing skill set was going to transfer, and that really was what it did, did it for us. That was head coach John Harbaugh. Next up is quarterback Lamar Jackson. So, Lamar, you've played a lot of football games your whole life. This is your first AFC championship game. Is there a different feeling for you entering this game? Uh, no, not really. Um, no different feeling. You know, it's, a, it's another game, um, a high-level um, atmosphere game. That's about it. You know, the uh, atmosphere is going to be different. Well, I know there's obviously more you want to do, but just with so much craziness, the, the, especially this offseason, to, to get to this point right now where you're a game away from the Super Bowl, I mean, just what does it mean to go from maybe the uncertainty in the offseason to now, you know, playing for an opportunity to go play for it all? Uh, to be honest, Cordell, it doesn't mean anything right now. You know, we still have, we're still out there, and, um, you know, the prize, you know, that what we're chasing right now. So um, it really doesn't change nothing until, until we complete the mission. Mark, you talked about the atmosphere just, just a second ago. I mean, is that, that noise you're going to hear when you run out on Sunday, is that kind of part of what you had in mind the night you were drafted when you talked about bringing your Super Bowl to this city? No, because the mission isn't complete. You know, once that once that mission is complete, then I'm gonna have an answer for you. Lamar, knowing that the uh, mission is incomplete, do you have to sort of balance yourself and not put too much pressure on yourself in this situation, knowing, knowing that it's a team effort and not just on your shoulder? Not at all. You know, um, just for us to be in this situation, I, I wasn't putting pressure on myself. You know, I'm going into every game the same way, same mindset. Uh, just going one play at a time, you know, you know, you know the saying, one play at a time, one game at a time, and that's pretty much been it. I, I don't put pressure on myself at all. Well, when you all traded for, for Roquan, what did he bring to this team and this franchise? Man, he, he brought the, the Ray, Ray Lewis juice back, you know, for, for our generation. Um, the grit, you know, the, the everything, you know, the leadership, um, his poise. His aggression, you know, we, we needed that from our from our linebacker, um, from both of them, you know, him and Patrick. Um, they doing a wonderful job, but but Ro, he's just unbelievable. You know, we, we needed that, and I'm glad we got him. Eric did a great job. Well, this is going to be the first playoff matchup between quarterbacks under 30 years old who are former MVPs. I know you're playing against the Chiefs defense, but everybody's going to talk about you and Pat Mahomes. What is it about that kind of matchup that you really like? What is it about competing against them? I don't like competing against him at all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, he's a great quarterback. Um, definitely a Hall of Famer. Uh, it's not even, a, it's a no-brainer. He's definitely a Hall of Famer. Um, but it, it's just, I believe it's just two, two, two greats, um, up-and-coming greats, just going toe-to-toe, -to -toe, you know, like a heavyweight fight, heavyweight matchup. That's, that's just what I see. I know it's been a few years since you played the Chiefs, but that, that last game, obviously big comeback in the fourth quarter. Um, what was the feeling like in between, like when you were on the field? Does it add more pressure when you know that offense, Patrick Mahomes, <clears throat> is going to get the ball back, and you know you got to keep the ball away, so to speak, and to, to keep him from getting a chance? No, like I like I told like I told him, you know, there's no pressure at all on my shoulders or on my mind. Um, the defense just got to do what they've been doing all season, and we got to do what we're supposed to do. You know, put points on the board, and we will have nothing to worry about. You know, just everyone do their job. It's a great team, no doubt about it. You know, all phases, special teams, offense, defense. But if you score points and you stop an opposing team, you have a fair chance to win. And that's just what we need to do. Lamar, you see this defense every day. 
they, they've given every offense fits to this point. What, what makes them so great in your opinion? I believe every, each and every guy on our defense is just hungry. You know, um, they got their own chip on their shoulder from whatever they've been through. You know, we don't know everyone's story, but I, I believe our defense just, we got different guys with different mindsets, but the same goal. And, and, and that's showing out there on the field, you know, um, how they're just, just running over people and hitting people, you know, making, creating turnovers and stuff like that. Uh, man, our defense is just unique in their own way. You said uh, Eric DaCosta um, talks about how you know a lot about the South Florida guys coming out. He trusts you and you kind of talk about one of those guys. When did you first hear about Zay Flowers and why did you think he would be such a good fit for this offense? You're I heard about Zay Flowers and youth football um, growing up. You know, they was always talking about the little kid number four, uh, you know, number seven or something like that. Um, I always heard about Zay in, you know, high school, college. He was still that same guy. And when I when I was like watching, you know, watching him on tape and stuff like that, I'm like, man, he, even though his team wasn't, you know, they they wasn't all that. I don't want to say it like that, but it wasn't all that. <laughs> but but, uh, but Zay made the most of it, you know, and most of his um, his opportunities, and he just showed it. He, he was the same guy from youth football all the way up until now. Um, so I just put a bug in uh, Aries. Yeah, I was like, man, we need to go get him, you know, and he just did the rest. Mark, how would you Mark Andrews can go on Sunday? What would it mean to you in this offense? Um, it mean a lot. You know, that's my, like I said, bread and butter, you know, big bro. But um, and it, it'll, it'll definitely mean a lot, you know. Um, we already got guys who stepped up, like Likely, you know, Bate, OB, Nelly, got Charlie, got all these guys that stepped up. Um, but with, with, uh, with Mark and the, the type of guy he is, the, the type of, you know, uh, caliber player he is and what he brings to the table for us, it'll definitely mean a lot for us. You know Mark, do you feel like he's going to play this week? That's up there. Mark and Coach Harbaugh. Hopefully he will be up though. Hopefully. If Andrews can go paired with likely, what kind of dimension does that give you guys? I don't know what dimension it brings us. You know what what would it give us? But um with those guys on the field, we'll see. We'll see with all the talent we have around those guys as well. We'll definitely see. You talked a lot this year about being locked in. Yeah. What, what specifically, what ways have you been, is that something you came into this season sort of specifically focused on, I guess? Uh, I'll just say like small details. Uh, things that I probably, probably would like overshadow back, you know, years in the past. But now I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think about all the small details, what will help us in, in every situation. That's pretty much what I mean by staying locked in and focused. Yeah, that's that's why I have to focus on the LC championship and not the Super Bowl because I I did think about it, but we can't overshadow what's in front of us right now. Not at all. You know, those guys are um, the former former Super Bowl champions, and. To be a champion, you got to go through a champion, you know, so that, that's pretty much the mindset. A lot of people from overseas are traveling. So last week from Brazil, UK, Brazil, Mexico, what does it mean for you guys as a group, all the support from all over the world? That's crazy. That's crazy, man. That's, that's great to see. You know, our game is, you know, just spreading across the world like that, you know, have fans from UK and 
That's tremendous. I would never think we'll have fans, you know, uh, from UK traveling to see see this game. That's great. Coach Hall's only coach NFL coach you've ever played for. If someone else who hadn't played for him asked you, what's it like playing for him? What would you say? And you have any theories on why he's been able to be so successful for so long? Just don't come here if you're not trying to win. If you don't want to work, you know, that's the coach with like a military mindset. You know, he's, he wants the best out of us. He wants to win. I like to win. So, you know, I'm going to do whatever it takes to win. That's what you're getting out your coach. Uh, a couple of years ago, you came to training camp, having packed on some muscle. Um, why was that important to you? And how do you think that has kind of affected the way that you can play this game now? Uh, I just felt, uh, well, you know, um, the years in the past, our guys, our offensive line went down and stuff like that. So I, I felt like I was going to take uh, more hits. I just thought at the time. Um, so I was just thought it was best for me to just put on some more weight. But our line is doing so good, I didn't need all the weight. <laughs> you one more for you feel like you lost any Do you feel like you lost any speed when you put on that, that muscle? No, nah, I don't think I lost any speed. I'll probably say I got tired a little faster. That's about it. Uh, what, what about your relationship with Likely has enabled that trust to build so quickly? Was it when he just came in last year as a rookie, or, or what's allowed that relationship to build? Um, just, just from seeing him work in practice. Uh, it started last year, but seeing him work in practice and seeing what he's doing versus our guys on defense. You know, we got great guys on defense all across the board, but when he's making plays against guys like Kyle, like competing against Kyle, iron sharpens iron. You know, Kyle's a great, great safety. Um, but iron sharpens iron, and I'm seeing them competing, you know, going back and forth. He'll win one, he'll win one. Like, he's just, he's just playing great football. I'm like, we got a dog in Likely, and it's showing up on film. It's showing up game day. That was quarterback Lamar Jackson. Now let's hear from linebacker Roquan Smith. Roquan, uh, this season you guys have played your best against the best. Why do you feel this team has done that this season? I think we just do what we're signed up to do, and that's play for each other uh, at the end of the day, give everything we got, and try to send a message, play in and play out. And hey, no bigger stage than do that than the game coming up this week. Roquan, I believe this will be the first time you've played uh, against Patrick Mahomes. We know how good he is, but what, in studying him, what, is, what makes him that good? What makes him that difficult? to beat as the rest of the NFL's experience these last five years? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we all know he's an elite quarterback, um, does everything well. Um, I think personally, uh, just his, his ability to be able to read coverages as well as uh, extend plays, extend plays with his legs. Uh, and then, you know, if you're not plastering, being able to throw it down the field and can hurt you that way. So he's a great quarterback. We all know that, but so are we on defense. So let's see. How much? How much? I think it just goes back to uh, doing your job and I have the utmost uh, respect uh, for each and every guy I go to go, go to war with on the field and I know play in and play out we, we want to dictate the game our way at the end of the day so you know hats off for him for everything that he does but at the end of the day it's about us always and forever. Can you self-scout a little bit? What makes this defense so great throughout this whole season and when playing the high competition? I think it just uh, goes back to, <clears throat> excuse me, guys not being complacent, guys being consistent uh, day in and day out. And I think it starts with the preparation 
throughout the week, each and every guy look themselves in the mirror. Like I try to tell each and every guy every day. And if you give everything that you got, it's not many people that can do what we can do. And I know this defense is really good, and we're going to you know, do everything in our power to make sure we show that to the world. Brooklyn, along those lines, you know, the old line, just defense, win defense wins championships. Do you guys, as a group that plays at such a high level, do you, do you take any point sort of pride in trying to prove that even in today's game, which is much more of an offense-oriented passing game? Yeah, you definitely hear a lot of things about the offense and def defense wins championships. And, you know, each and every guy, we know, you know, it's a team game at the end of the day. But if we dictate things on our terms and keep getting the ball back to Lamar, hey, it's going to be a long day for whichever other defense is out there in the field. But I have the utmost faith in every single guy, and we're going to do everything it takes to make sure we get the job done by any means necessary. Roquan, um, you know, you guys have really been known this year for really taking apart quarterbacks. The other two quarterbacks still in the playoffs, you've beaten them already. Does playing against Mahomes feel sort of like the graduate level course in what you guys have done all year? No, I don't think it's a graduate level course. I think it's a it's a course that has to be done and uh, we're going to get it done. That's that's the message. It's not about, oh, this, he puts his pants on just like any, any other quarterback. Yes, he's an elite quarterback, but at the end of the day, we're an elite defense and that's, that's our job to stop the opposing offense. And that's what we're, that's our job, play in and play out. And that's what we got to do. Rokal, what did you take away with working with Ray Lewis and just sort of picking at his game throughout the season? Yeah, uh, utmost respect for Ray and, you know, everything he's done uh, for this organization and for the linebacker uh, in general in this game. And so, I think the greatest ever to do it and just being able to pick his mind, uh, mindset. And I just remember even as, as a kid, well before I knew I was going to ever play for the Ravens, being able to just watch his hype videos, watch his speeches and things like that. And it always inspired me since a little one. And, you know, to be able to just have those personal conversations, it takes me back in a sense. But, you know, we all have a job and all the knowledge he's given me, definitely try to uh, share it uh, amongst the guys. Well, your, your teammates and coaches will talk about how you're able to kind of make everyone around you play a little bit better, you know, reach their goal, potential for the Is that for you, like, do you think that's something that uh, is natural within you? Is it something you're conscious of? Like, what is your approach to that kind of part of Honestly, I just go out and give everything that I got. Uh, lead first and foremost by example, and knowing that each and every guy that wants to be great at the end of the day is not—it's a resume that you have at the end of the day. And I constantly remind guys, whatever you put out there on film is going to live forever. So if you want your kids to see you doing something uh, years from now, hey, hats off to you. But I know one day when I have kids, I want them to know that I was that guy that you know knock your face off and you know do everything that it takes, play in and play out, and make sure my guys in the best place as well as uh, I'm in the best place. And I feel like if you do that, everything else will work out for itself. We're kind of talking about history here. I mean, in this building, you know, you're talking about Ray just now. Um, there's pictures of the great defensive players who were here and the big playoff games they played in. Is there a special buzz or feeling that you get in a week like this, again, in a big playoff game when you just kind of consider the legacy that this team is a part of? Yeah, no, there's definitely a lot of history here for the, uh, the short years uh, that the Ravens been a part of the league since 1996, a lot of history. But just being able to uh, bring a, a championship game back to Baltimore, that's definitely huge. Uh, don't take that lightly. Definitely with the fans, man, the fans come in live, especially last week. So it's going to be definitely huge for those guys uh, this week. And at the end of the day, it just goes back to each and every guy doing what we do. And that's just playing our style of ball, punishing every cat and letting, 
letting everyone know after they, you know, get hit by us, like you got hit by the Ravens, and you know, send a message to, hey, I don't want to play that team again. That's how we are. That's how we are, and we just want to impose our will, play in and play out. You describe Isaiah Pacheco, the way he runs, and the idea you both seem to have a ferocity that could get together a couple times this week. Yeah, I'm excited for the I'm excited for the matchup. Hats off to. You know, I, I tip my hat off to anybody that runs the ball hard uh, and you bring it every single game, every single play. I love that because at the end of the day, one is going to have to break, and I don't plan to be on that breaking end. Your locker is pretty close to, to Lamar. How would you, you know, characterize kind of his, his demeanor, his attitudes since the playoffs began? Yeah, man, talking with Jack uh, day in and day out, I just know his mindset how excited he is about to show the world exactly who he is, uh, play in and play out, and just the way he's leading the uh, offense and the things he's able to do with the football. And like I've always said, since I've been here, I'm just grateful that I'm playing with him and not against him because it's definitely a handful and he can beat you in so many different ways. So I'm just happy to be a part of it and happy that he's on my team. Is there a different edge when you're going against the defending champions? No, I don't think there's a different edge. I think it's the edge of defending your turf. Uh, any any man uh, that has a chance, you know, someone's trying to come in and take something for you that you've worked your entire life for. And if you need any more added substance to that, then what are you playing the game for, in my opinion? So it's about mano mano, this man across from me, what are you going to do to make sure we advance? And that's what I think it boils down to at the end of the day. And if you need any more hype or anything like that, like I said, you're playing it for the wrong reason. Hey, I know I'm playing it for the right reason. I'm trying to punish a cat every chance I get. What does Mike McDonald allow you guys to do? Uh, I think Mike McDonald allows us to just be ourselves at the end of the day. Uh, gives us such a unique plan. Uh, dissect offenses uh, like it's no other, like he's a mad scientist in a sense. Uh, and then, you know, give it to us in the way uh, that we understand it. And that's hats off to the entire defensive staff from top to bottom, everybody that's on the defensive side of the ball. And I, I love it and being able to just hit you from any different angle. And when you have it like that, man, it's hard, it's hard to complain and everybody get their one-on-one. -on -one. So it's about winning your one-on-one -on -one once you get it. That's what I think it is in a nutshell. Well, fun. when you're one step away from a goal that you've been working your whole life to achieve in the Super Bowl, how different is this week? Just from the human element, I mean, I know you don't want to look ahead, but how different is it? Yeah, I think it just goes back to something is in your way trying to, before, trying to stop you from getting where you want to go, and what are you going to do about it as a human being? Like, if something is in your way and you've been dreaming for something your entire life, busting your tail day in and day out for something, and are you going to allow something to stop you? You're going to give everything in your human power to make sure that that's not the case. And uh, that's how we look at it. And I know we're going to play that way every given place. So tune in uh, Sunday. Get your popcorn ready. Do one more. Rohan, you're notorious for giving these animated speeches in pregame before um, the game starts. Do you plan that ahead of time? What's your message going to be this Sunday? Honestly, I've gotten that question a couple times, and I, I never really plan any speeches. I just go from what's on the heart, what's on the mind, and what I feel like, you know, my going out through pregame, uh, coming to the stadium, and, like, whatever I'm feeling mentally, and I just, like, express that. I don't try to make things up to, like, make guys feel this way or feel that way because at the end of the day, it's fake. Uh, I'm myself. All I know is to be myself and deliver what's on my heart and, instead of trying to create things that are nonsense in a sense. So... I think that's what a lot of people go wrong at in this world, trying to be something they're not. And I just express what's on my heart in the end of the day. That was linebacker Roquan Smith. And next up is all pro safety Kyle Hamilton. 
you know, you know the atmosphere it was for the, the division game. This is the first time that Ravens have hosted an AFC Championship game. What do you expect the atmosphere to be like on, on Sunday? Yeah, I think um, I've said it before, but at this level, it's, you can take for granted sometimes the fans and the atmosphere. You know, it's not the same around the league. And uh, come from the South, come from SEC atmosphere, you kind of get used to that. But uh, the Ravens atmosphere is no different from that, I'd say. <clears throat> And I feel like it's been turned up the whole season, but it's going to be even more loud, even more chaotic on uh, Sunday, and I'm excited to see it. Kyle, you've taken the most snaps this season in the slot. Travis Kels has taken the most snaps this season <coughs> in the slot as well. Uh, what can you say about that potential matchup between you two, and, and uh, what, what do you see as the challenges of his game to contain him? Yeah, I mean, he's a great player in our league, and he's been a great player for as long as I can remember, as long as I've been uh, watching him at this level, and he's earned every ounce of respect that he's gotten to this point, and it's going to be a challenge. Um, I'm part of the plan to hopefully take him away, but it's a team effort at the same time. You know, we got to have guys up front rushing the quarterback, make it uh, unclear on Mahomes, and then in the back end, you know, it's not going to be man to man the whole game. We got to have guys in the right spots, guys attached to him, that kind of stuff. Uh, I just want to go off of what Lamar was just saying before we walked off about Isaiah. You guys going head to head in practice. What makes Isaiah likely such a tough buffer? Yeah, first, his hands are just different than a lot of other guys. You know, he uh, catches everything that's thrown to him, and he runs his routes so precisely. He's very fast, honestly, once he gets to where he needs to go, and he's deceptive and playing with your leverage and stuff like that. He's super smart. Obviously, we got great coaches. We got Mark in there telling him uh, certain kind of nuances and stuff like that. So. I think he's only scratched the surface of what he can be in this league. And it's kind of funny, he's technically a backup, but I feel like he's top, whatever you want to say, tight end in our league. Kyle, you guys obviously go against Lamar every day. How does going, you know, seeing him on a daily basis prepare you for the challenge of seeing a guy like Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, I think in terms of those two, it's just about creativity and keeping a play alive. At the end of the day, you know, there's guys up front who are going to do their job and do it so well that they get to you. It's just about who you have back there to keep the play alive. And you know, we got eight who's the best at it in the world. And obviously Mahomes has been doing it for a long time. He's won rings off of it. So I think seeing that look in practice, you know, getting the plaster of their DBs when the quarterback gets out the pocket, stuff like that is really helpful for us and gonna be able to apply it this week. Kyle, uh, the Chiefs obviously won Super Bowl last year and they're in this situation before the market talking about how yeah, definitely. I mean, this is the the position we wanted to be in, and everything that we've wanted up to date is uh, all at our control. You know, we're a game away from being where we want to be, two games away from completing the mission. But at the same time, we have to be focused on Wednesday practice, going out there, having a good practice, and following that up with a week of good practice. But you know, going against a team like the Chiefs, who's been a juggernaut in the league for a while, it's it's a privilege and uh, it's added pressure. But you know, pressure either makes diamonds or pressure busts pipes. So we're hopefully going to make diamonds out of it. Kyle, what, um, what about Mike's scheme really resonates with you, and, and why do you think you have been able to kind of thrive? It's a it's a challenging scheme, one, and it takes a little while to get all the kinks out of it. You know, going through OTAs, going through camp. All that stuff, there's going to be certain times where we may mess something up. But going into the season, I feel like we got all that ironed out. 
and now we're kind of clicking on all cylinders we have so for the whole year I think and at the end of the day as well it's I was just joking with one of the coaches the other day I said it's about uh Jimmy's and Joe's not X's and O's so uh obviously the plan helps us a lot going out there but at the same time we have a bunch of guys on our side of the ball who can go out there and make plays and if a play breaks down just going out there and making a football play and not being a robot. How do you like? Uh, I like the different, just the duality of it. You know, there's, first off, we have guys up front who allow us to do a bunch of stuff on the back end um, in terms of doing their job correctly. But I think the moving around, uh, everybody's doing different things. It's, it, it doesn't make us one dimensional. You know, we have a bunch of guys who can do a lot of different stuff and it makes it hard on the offense not to know who's going to be doing one on each snap. And I feel like everybody's done a good job buying into that. Kyle, you talked about uh, you talked about growing up in SEC country. You you played at Notre Dame, you know, where you get a lot of attention. Um, but this kind of game, where you know 40 or 50 million people are going to be watching, where the whole city is locked into it all week, is this sort of the kind of thing, the kind of stage you have in mind as a young player when you're growing up? Yeah, definitely. And uh, it's if in anything that you do, you want to do at the highest level, and this is the highest level, and. Um, you know, there's only four teams left, so it's the best of the best, and uh, it's about what you're going to do when the popcorn's popping. So I feel like I've grown up my, that, my whole life uh, with that mantra, just in the biggest moments, you got to be um, your best self. And, you know, big-time players make big-time plays in big-time games, and this is an opportunity to do so. Kyle, Patrick Queen had said a couple weeks ago that, you know, other teams want to play basketball on grass, and we're, we just want to hit you. How has the kind of emphasis on being physical, how does that manifest itself from Harbaugh, Mike, in the meeting rooms? How, how does that emphasis on being physical manifest itself day over day? Yeah, it's one thing to talk about it, and it's another thing to actually do it. And you can't just turn that switch on and off. It's got to be something that you've done throughout the whole year, um, throughout the whole organization. You know, it starts at the top, like you said, with Coach Harbaugh. Just everything that he preaches, just physicality on both sides of the ball, special teams. It's just the way that we operate. And, you know, it's like I said, it's one thing to say it, but I feel like we go out there and prove it every day in practice um, where it starts at and then transitions to the game. It just gets that more intense when, you know, we're not going against each other and going against people who um, we don't see all the time and people who can actually hit. So it's, I feel like they do a good job here of just drafting people who have that mindset, signing people who have that mindset. And even if you may not coming in, you kind of adapt it once you get here. There's really no choice. Uh, you, you see, you see Lamar in that locker room every day. Uh, how would you describe kind of his his demeanor, his mindset since the, the playoffs? <coughs> uh, I think just in the the whole year as a whole, he's. I mean, I've only been here two years, but you know, I feel like there's a little something different there um, this year. You know, he's uh, a big leader for us. Where everybody in this team looks to him for. Uh, just energy and just good vibes, and he brings that every single day. And you know, no matter what's going on in the building, no matter what's going on in the game, he's going to be the same Lamar. And I feel like he's just carried that even further into the playoffs. You know, it's it's not necessarily about being a a, a butthole for uh, while you're in the playoffs and just being me more mean once you get to the playoffs. It's just more consistent with what you've been doing. I feel like guys respect that a lot more, and um, I feel like that's something that he's done. Uh, on Lamar, you know, players talk about when they make the jump from college to the NFL, just the, the speed of the game changes. Do you kind of remember any, any any memories of you, you know, in the slot at safety, just trying to square up Lamar in the open field on like a scramble or a design run? Just kind of how different that was. Yeah, um, 
without giving him too much credit, I feel like, uh, you know, he's different. You guys see it every single game, and I see it every day in practice. And uh, that goes back to somebody else's question, just getting us prepared for the game. You know, we're not going to see a lot of guys who are running at us downhill who are as shifty as him. So setting up our angles and stuff like that uh, is helping us a lot going against Lamar. But there's definitely a growing, growing period there uh, coming into camp and OTAs, all that stuff going against Lamar in the open field. But kind of get to learn his tendencies, this and that. It's easier for me to say because I see it every day. It's, uh, and I see why it's hard for other guys to tackle him on other teams. Kyle, you've come, Kyle. Last Kyle, one. Kyle, you've come a long way in a short period of time, from your rookie year to being a Pro Bowl, All-Pro guy. What has that quick progression done for your confidence and your sense of belonging among the best in the NFL? Yeah, I don't think it's really changed my confidence, per se. Uh, I think it's just more reassurance. Um, you know, because I've always felt that I've had the ability to succeed at a high level, no matter what level I'm at. And uh, I try to stay the same person every single day, no matter what's going on around me. And I feel like just all these accolades and stuff are cool and going to be cool to tell the grandkids one day. But at the same time, you know, we have a bigger goal in mind. And for me, like I said, it's just more reassurance. And at the same time, it's just more respect for my peers. And I think that's very important as well. You know, uh, no offense, but I could really care less what media has to say about me, what other people have to say about me outside of my family and the ones who are close to me in the building. And uh, I feel like all that stuff, you know, it comes with a certain level of respect that the guys have for me. So I appreciate that. In the locker room today, we also heard from several players. So let's go to wide receiver Rashad Bateman. Went into the AFC Championship. Uh, you know, uh, same as every week. Just, you know, continue to stay locked in and uh, locked in on our details and, you know, uh, treat it like every other week, but you know, obviously there's you know more at stake uh, at this game, so we just got to go out and play. Lamar talked about how to how, how to be the champions. You guys, you got to beat the champions. Obviously, this is a situation where the Chiefs have been previously. How does that mindset kind of drive you guys at all during this week? Uh, I mean, we all know what they're capable of, um, but I think at this point we know what we're capable of as well. Um, I feel like it's more so, you know, about what we do, uh, not much uh, about what they do. Uh, we just go out and play our game like we have been, and you know, hopefully we see uh, what's the end result after that. Does the uh, performance in the second half last week kind of give confidence that can carry over from week to week? Yeah, I think we started out slow, but you know, I think we uh, picked up our pace uh, in the second half. Uh, that's what we're capable of. Um, Lamar did a a good job of leading us in the right direction um, at halftime. So. Uh, you know, we just got to come out and play fast, you know, accelerate in the middle and finish strong. What kind of challenges Kansas City's defense present for you in particular? I mean, they got a good secondary. Um, I think it's probably one of the best uh, that we've faced all, all season. Uh, you know, it's a real a real challenge. You know, they play physical um, type coverage. So, you know, we got to go out and make plays. From an offensive standpoint, the way that Kansas City can put up points, you know, they're always uh, dangerous and you know a drop of a dime Mahomes can you know that offense can turn it around from an offensive standpoint from you for you guys I mean how critical is it to to be on your a game and, and be able to to produce like you did in that second half against the Texans I mean I think we could put up points as well they're not the only uh, powerful offense that's going to work uh, Sunday so I guess we'll see what can you describe this whole environment, the story game? What do you expect from the fans this uh, Sunday? I mean, I don't know. Uh, it's my it's my first time experiencing something like this. Um, as long as I don't play this year or, you know, in general, 
So um, I know the bank will be rocking like it always is. So, you know, I'm excited to play in it. That was wide receiver Rashad Bateman. We also heard from cornerback Brandon Stevens. No, nah, I mean, it, it feels good, man. Uh, you know, a lot of teams wish they could be in this position right now, so we definitely aren't taking it for granted. Um, uh, but, yeah, we're just focused on this game, focused on one day at a time, um, you know, preparing for this, this game. How hard is it to stay in the present mentally? You know, even Lamar said he, he's thought about the Super Bowl, but he's got to stay locked in on the championship game, right? I mean, right. it's human nature to look ahead a little bit, and it's the Super Bowl. How tough is it to stay in the present? Yeah, obviously, uh, you know, it's hard not to – to look ahead and see like you know what we're striving for you know what i mean but you just gotta you know bring it back you know to reality and you know and understand that you know this is the most important game right now and um and you know just preparing for this game you know and taking taking it like i said one day at a time um you know focusing up in the meetings practice um but yeah just just coming back to reality I mean, he's a great quarterback, you know, uh, regardless if he's on the center and in the gun. Um, but, you know, we like like I like I said, we just, you know, go stick to the game plan, uh, continue to um, you know, watch film, prepare for these guys, um, and you know, just just go out there on, on Sunday and play our you know play our defense. When you watch him on film, though, what makes him so different than other quarterbacks? Yeah, I mean, shoot, he he's seen it all. He's he's done seen every you know the skies there is, every coverage there is. Uh, you know, can um, I, and I think he's just you know um, you know the guys around him. You know, they they know you know what to do. Uh, you know, to get open. Um, and yeah, I think I think they just uh, play on one accord. Brandon, um, what about Mike McDonald's defense? Do, do resonates with you? Do you think you like? Yeah, I think I mean uh, Coach Mike. He you know puts us in a great position every week. Um, you know his his game plan is you know second to none. And uh, um, yeah, we we trust him, man. Uh, you know he's gotten us this far. Um, you know he puts all his trust in us, and we put our uh, you know our trust in him, and uh, allows us to go go play on uh, on Sundays. What kind of challenge and opportunity is it going up against this Chiefs offense? Yeah, I mean they uh, like I said they they're. They're a great offense. You know, they got, you know, uh, guys that can make plays on, on their offense. Um, um, but, you know, at the end of the day, it, it really doesn't matter what they do. It, it's all on, you know, what we do. Um, um, we, you know, we just got to stick to our game plan, stick to what, you know, uh, what we have to do going into the game and, you know, really just just play Ravens, Ravens defense. Right, what's it mean to get Marlon Humphrey back on the practice field? Yeah, uh, true. Yeah, I mean, anytime you get, you know, a, a star player, you know, it's always a plus, you know, um, you know, it just adds more depth. Um, um, but yeah, he's been working real hard to get back from his injury. Uh, and sure, if, you know, hopefully he can go out there and, you know, help us, uh, help us on Sunday. Um, but yeah. To be able to practice all year against a mobile quarterback like Lamar, how does that help this week against a guy like Mahomes? Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, Mahomes, he's, you know, he, Makes his hay off of you know uh, making a play out of no play, you know, and so uh, you know just going against you know Lamar or uh, or Snoop, you know, it's uh, you know just just plastering receivers, you know what I mean, not not giving a, a quarterback an easy throw, 
with a guy just wide open. Um, so, you know, going against, you know, our quarterbacks in practice, you know, throughout training camp, uh, mini camp, you know, it's, uh, we're, we're, we're really just used to it, you know. Brandon, when you look at your guys' losses this season, you've been vocal about it, kind of self-inflicted wounds in those games. Is any of that a confidence booster of really no team has truly just come out and beat you guys? It's kind of been a combination of the different things happening and the few losses that you've had. Yeah, uh, I mean, honestly, we those losses don't mean anything right now. You know, uh, yeah, we're not even thinking about that. You know, um, but we know, you know, we know where we've given up big plays and whatnot. Um, and I, I mean, the key to every every week, uh, every week, every victory is you know eliminate uh, explosive and big plays. So, um, uh, yeah, we eliminate that. You know, we'll, we'll be in good shape. John was very complimentary of, of the coverage last game. Obviously, he didn't let Houston. Twenty-five. Yeah. What confidence does that give you going into a week like this? You know, I think honestly, we're we're a confident group. Uh, you know, no matter what we did the previous week, um, you know, it was it was good to get back from uh, you know uh, an off week, a bye week, and uh, you know, just see that we're still on the same page, still playing you know the ball that we know how to play, um, and so we just need to carry that into this week. You know, uh, you know, nothing changes. You know, we just gotta you know do what we do. You're listening to the Ravens Press Pass Podcast. We'll hear more from the players and the coaches on Thursday. On Thursday, we'll get a chance to hear from the coordinators, so stay tuned for that. Make sure you head over to the Lounge Podcast feed. We do a breakdown of everything that we heard and saw at practice today. And also, we're going to get a chance to sit down with Kyle Hamilton coming up later this week. Leave a rating and a review here on this feed, as well as the Lounge feed as well. Thank you for listening. We'll talk with you again tomorrow. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You ever get that feeling like the concrete jungles closing in? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to chase your own dinner, or just breathe clean air. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there waiting, and finding your piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, price, location. They've got it all. No matter what kind of wild dream you're chasing, land.com can help you find the ground to make it a reality. So quit dreaming. Head over to land.com, find your open space, and get out there.